The point is, you guys don't have a hard life. You know, you just goof around. And you should be goofing around here at home with us. Dad, we've moved on. We got other jobs. What? We're working girls now! You're a girl? Yes! Nah. Yes! He's not. He's not. No. Tell that to my vagina! Welcome to episode 108 of the Geek Generation. This week we have more from the Rhode Island Comic Con show floor. During the first half of the show, we conducted several interviews with a handful of different cosplayers, all of which were fantastic to talk to, and I want to thank all of them so much for joining us. Uh, if you check out the show notes for this show on thegeekgeneration.com, you can see pictures of them recording with us and uh, of their costumes and everything, so you can see how intricate and well done they were. Also, as my interest grows in the cosplay community, and I do eventually plan on doing a costume myself, I haven't completely designed it yet, but I'm working on it. But as a celebration of cosplayers and the incredible work that they do, I do want to announce a new thing that I want to start doing on the site, and that is the Cosplay Spotlight. Uh, So what I want to do is take some of the cosplayers from the cosplay community and kind of shine the spotlight on them and highlight them and profile them on the website. So if you are a cosplayer and you would like to be highlighted on thegeekgeneration.com, all you need to do is go to thegeekgeneration.com and under the new cosplay item in the menu, the top menu, there is a selection that says Cosplay Spotlight Submission. If you click that, there is a Word document to download as well as instructions on where to email your photos and the completed submission form and we will hopefully get you up on the cosplay spotlight section of the website and i look forward to getting those entries from you so as i said during the first half we're going to talk to a bunch of cosplayers from rhode island comic-con and then in the second half we're going to talk about a whole bunch of news that we haven't got to in the past couple weeks including the ultra important announcement of the acquisition of lucasfilm by disney so make sure you stay tuned for all of that Let's hop right in. I love it. All right, so we're here with some uh, cosplayers from the show. Yeah. Liana, Nicole, and Spencer the Predator. That's right. Uh, So you guys are dressed up as, respectively, Silk Spectre? Yes, the first one. The first one. Sorry, the classic. I know there's a difference. I know there is. Uh, Punisher? Yes. And, obviously, the Predator. Yep. And your costume is quite elaborate. Thank you. Did you put this all together yourself? Yeah, me and a friend of mine actually designed it. And it's kind of like just a a spin-off, you know, my own take on on a Predator. It's because it doesn't have the classic mask or anything. Okay. Just want to make it look a little different. A little blood spatter is always good. Colin Dexter if things get kind of crazy. The lights and everything, also your work. Yeah, well, a friend friend of mine helped me put together the board, but wiring and everything like that I did. No kidding. How long? It has to be programmed to do it. How long does something take from head to toe, this? Uh, About five months. Because you're wow. doing pieces from sculpting the bodysuit to uh, the molding and then just laziness in between, too. This is the <laughs> most articulate predator I've ever met in my life. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and your costumes, also homemade? Yeah. Yes. Is this something you do a lot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys are in unison, too. It's actually kind of adorable. Um, so is this uh, one that you wear a lot, or is this new for this con? This one is brand new. Brand I actually new? made it on Halloween, wore it for Halloween. Oh, okay. I decided to wear it again today. And Silk yeah. Spectre? Uh, I think it's my second or third time wearing this one. Okay. Uh, what else have you worn to other conventions? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I've made about 15 costumes. No wow. kidding. Are you the, the kind of leader of the group here as far as cosplay goes? No, there's no leader. There's no leader? <laughs> no. no one wants to step up and take that role? No. No? What else have you uh, worn before? Um, I started doing baby doll um, about two years ago, a year and a half. So that was my awesome. first costume. I've okay. done Ivy. Um, I actually do a sheep predator that goes along with his. Oh, really? Um, oh. Black cat. I do a female Were Thor. you guys at New York? Yes. Yeah. I might have seen that because I remember a female predator there. I look very angry. Like, well, there was how a, do you not look angry? <laughs> as a predator? Well, I'm, I'm actually Mashiga, which is a uh, human that fight that um, lives with a predator clan. Oh. So, I totally saw that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have That's like a awesome. giant spear, very angry face. Awesome. How about you? Do you have any others? Uh, I did. My subspecter. Um, yep. I made my first costume was a poison ivy. Um, after that, I made an Arkham City Harley Quinn. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Love you that. Have, you have that look, so that yeah. works out well. <laughs> uh, I did Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Um, I think there's one more, but I can't remember. How about Spencer the Predator? Yep. Oh, My yes. first costume, I do like two different versions of Batman, Dark Knight, and Arkham City. Fantastic. I'm a huge Batman Dark fan, obviously, so yeah. yeah that's that's, great. that's so my, my, where my love for costume comes from. And then I do uh, Gambit from X-Men, Okay. Uh, Spider-Man, and uh, Ezio from Assassin's Creed. So awesome. Trying to do a oh, few cool. more, but we'll see. Uh, now, do you guys choose things that you're fans of first, or do you choose things that you feel you're more suited for? Fans of, probably. Fans of? Yep. Yeah. So you'll just make something work for yeah. your look? Even yeah. if it's a male character. Yeah. Well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other conversions that, like, you've gender-bent? Yeah. Is um, that a word? Gender-bent? I think I it works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's new. Um, I took the idea of the Thor from uh, the Thor movies, the Avengers, okay. and I turned that into a female. So it's like the armored chess piece and everything. Nice. Wow. So. Nice. Awesome. Now, I know you, you have the wig. Is your your hair is real or is yeah. that a, all right? Yeah, this is my real hair. That's cool. <laughs> I, I just wanted to check because you can't. Sometimes you can't. Most tell. of the time, people don't ask about real hair. No, it's usually other questions. No, people, people have asked me today. So have they? Yeah, yeah, if it was real or not. Sisters or no? You guys look so much alike. <laughs> Do you get that a lot, or am I just I've shooting? Never okay, never mind. <laughs> no, do you guys all you guys live all locally, or do you travel around a lot? Boston, we live in Boston. Boston. Okay, cool. I'm out of Portland, Maine. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. We operate out of Massachusetts. So, yeah. Cool. yeah. This is our first, well, that is the first Rhode Island yeah. Comic Con. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah first we go to conventions like all over the country. We're on a MegaCon in Florida. And wow. Hopefully, Dragon Con this year. Did, have, this did you guys year. go to San Diego? We have not. No, yet, not no. yet. No, neither have we. No. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. Eventually, someday. It's like everyone's goal is San Diego eventually. You can just make one trip out there and just be a blast yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's yep. not a. It seems very uh, media-driven now. Yep. It's yep. just. It seems like complete chaos over there. So it's. I'm not a, in a rush to get over there. I just want to go sure. over and say that I've been there. It's an event. Yeah. yeah. It's an yeah. event. Now, um, Predator. How long does it take to put the outfit on? Oh, uh, about half hour, forty-five minutes. What happens if you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's the thing. You don't. You don't. You just hold it. Okay. Yeah. Like beforehand, you gotta make that visit and. 
Have predators invented catheter technology? Exactly. Okay. So tucked away somewhere in here. Um, is now, you probably get stopped a lot for the costumes and taking pictures and all that stuff. Yeah. Is there a type of etiquette that someone should know when approaching a cosplayer to take pictures? Or well, I'm going to jump in on this one. All right. I know um, a lot of people have solid opinions. I on mean, this. it's hard for me to hear in this, I guess. So like. But people always have the tendency just to grab you. Okay. Grab on stuff that's very delicate. Like sure. these are just cold foam. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that New one York thing, if bad. people could do anything, well, yeah. is not rip your costumes, especially on girls. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people feel like that just because you're in costume, they can touch you. Geeks can be grabby. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I don't mind not. like a poke <laughs> or something, but once they start grabbing, yeah. that's when. Yeah, in New York. We got separated. I had people literally grabbing the blades off of my gauntlet. Oh my I had people God. grabbing my shoulders, just like tearing at me. Yeah. Like New York was crazy for that. That's insane. Sometimes I give it back that when I have to plow through a crowd, I just put this up and there you go. <laughs> <make our laughs> you just lead the way. You two tuck behind him. <laughs> you would think people would back off of you. Sometimes they do, yeah, but. It depends. Like New York Comic Con, you guys were there. I mean, that yeah. was shoulder to shoulder, and yeah. And the attendance this year was insane. He doesn't insane. seem like there's really lifts in it. You're a pretty tall guy. Yeah, I have slight lifts in it. Though. Okay. Yeah, just a little. He's a bit. big dude, so I mean, who's gonna screw with him? I'm not gonna walk by and be pulling on stuff. <laughs> I, you're a decent sized guy yourself. No, I know, but if you but catch but a backhand with that thing on true. his wrist, you're out. Yeah, Very true. Resin, so it's like, <laughs> don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Um, the only time I saw people part the way is when we were in New York Comic Con uh, this year, actually. Yeah. And there was someone dressed up as the 10th Doctor who had his own TARDIS and was flying oh, yeah, around. Did that. you see that? Yeah, we did. Everyone parted and then yep. slowly came back together. It was yeah. the coolest thing ever. That's kind of cool when you see, yeah, when you see people actually move, uh, be nice and move out of the way a little bit. So. Yeah. Now, have you ever met somebody in costume where the costume applied to that person and got like a great reaction from them? Well, the way I got into costuming, like my first big convention, I went to New York a couple of years ago mm -hmm. and um, worked it for Predators, the movie with Adrian Brody. Okay. So yeah. I got to meet him and escort him around the con, which was pretty cool. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was my biggest thing. Did you ever run into anything like that or no? Not yet. Any hopes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not yet. <laughs> Someday soon. Yep. Yeah. And now you guys are just all friends that just get together to do this? Yeah, well, we're a couple. Well, okay. yeah, we're a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys tied into the whole cosplay community? Because the, the more and more I explore it, the more I see it kind of open up, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a really big community. You also have your little little groups, people that stick together and everything like that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, yeah, guys. Appreciate yeah, appreciate it. it. Yeah. A quick heads up on this next interview. Unfortunately we had a loose cable on one of the microphones that one of our guests was holding. So there are some cable smacks causing clicks inside of the audio. But these are the perils of recording outside of Geek Gen HQ. Sometimes technical issues do happen. We did clear up the issue for the rest of the episode, so it's just this one that you have to deal with it. So I apologize, but uh, let's enjoy anyway. We are here with Kat and Austin, straight out of the cosplay contest. Uh, and both sporting very impressive costumes. I gotta ask about the Iron Man suit here, because uh, this is very elaborate. 
How long did this take to put together? I actually uh, started in the beginning of the summer, and I just finished like two days ago. I'm impressed that it even was that short of a time, really. What is powering this thing? Because you got lights all over the place. Well, um, my arc reactor is powered is uh, 10 LEDs powered by a 9-volt battery, and my repulsors are 3 LEDs powered by a 9-volt battery, and so is the helmet. Wow, and they are, they're lasting all day? Yep. Wow. Uh, is this your first costume, or have you been doing this a while? Well, this is my first like intricate costume. About okay. A year ago, I tried to I made a duct tape Captain America suit, but this is the first like costume. A duct tape cap? I'd like to see that. That's that sounds interesting. Now, you, you seem pretty young. How old are you? I'm 14 years old. No kidding. 14 years old. I wish I was that motivated when I, I was 14. That's crazy. So you're clearly a big Iron Man fan. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. yeah. Uh, any other plans for future costumes? Well, I'm actually in the process of working on a Thor, a movie Thor, and then after that I hope to go to War Machine. Nice. Not, not just a repaint, right? No. Okay. Yeah. Screw that repainting stuff. He's all over this. Now, uh, what, can you see through the mask when it's on? Uh, yes, I can. Um, there's like little slits, just enough for me to see. It's very hard to see. I actually I accidentally bumped into someone today. <laughs> any claustrophobia? Um, no. No? Good. Uh, Cap, dressed up as Poison Ivy. Yes. Very nice, too. Is this your first convention dressing up? Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. So you're hardcore. Uh, well, it's my first, um, well, it's my first one. I, first, this is my first year doing conventions as okay. cosplaying. Um, I actually used to perform at the RKO Army, um, which is right over there. They oh, okay. All day. So, um, and I have a degree in theater, so I've been doing costuming for a while. Wow. Um, but I've only started getting into the convention scene recently. I used to do promotionals um, stuff for Free Calling Book Day for the Time Capsule um, okay. in Warwick and Cranston. I've I'm sorry, Se uh, Cranston Seacock. Um, I used to do Batgirl. Batgirl was my first. Um, All the Batman stuff today. I yeah. love it. I no, love Batgirl it. Was, my, was my first uh, comic book character. I do um, Barbara Gordon, uh, who's my spirit animal. And <laughs> I like the redheads. Patronus, <laughs> Barbara Gordon. <laughs> And um, so I was really wanted to always wanted to do a villain because all the time I like the characters I'm drawn to are usually superheroes or whatever. So I was like, I need to add a villain to my list. Yeah. Oh, well, Ivy's a redhead. So, um, yeah. But I've always like wanted to do a very specific Ivy. I didn't want to do like vague beliefs on something. Sure. And um, well, as, as campy as the Batman and Robin movie is, I love Emma Thurman and I, I really appreciate the costume. Like The, the costume was good. It, so. The costume was good. Yeah. Especially the one. I like this one the best of all of them because it still has the leaves. So it still has the homage yep. to like, you know, the classic, but I liked the eyebrow thing. Yep. I like makeup a lot. So, now, what is what is that made out of? The uh, eyebrow it's made thing? out of craft foam. Okay. And um, I painted with nail polish oh, and okay. sharpie. Craft foam is very very popular in the cosplay community. Yes, it is. Yeah. You guys are keeping them in business. Attached to my head with eyelash glue. Oh wow. Which will be not fun to take off later. Oh but, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, now. I totally forgot what I was going to well, ask. Say, he, uh, <laughs> Iron Man here, uh, Austin, actually came in second place in the costume. Really? Congrats. So you must be pretty excited, right? Yeah, um, can't wait for next year. Yeah, big motivation. Yeah. Have you gone to any other uh, of the larger conventions? This is actually the first like large convention I've been to. I've actually been to one before. That's how I found out about Comic-Con, Rhode Island. Oh, okay. And so I, I came here today with big expectations. Next step is New York, you know. Next up is San Diego. What are you talking about? Chicago. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chicago's, right the any of the one. Wizard World ones are also really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bumper. I went to Chicago this summer. It was my first big Wizard World convention. They're amazing. Yeah. Have you done San Diego yet? No, I haven't. I'm going to wait a couple of years for because of money purposes. And then I've heard from a lot of people who have gone to San Diego. Once you go to San Diego, any other con just oh, doesn't man. live up. So any I want to be able to enjoy the other all the other cons, especially the more local, yeah. more, less expensive to get to ones. So. The others just allow oh, you to I'll move I'll wait around. a couple of years <laughs> to get to San Diego. Yeah. It is 
an aspiration for most. With your costume, did you do it all yourself? Or I know you, this is your dad here, following you around. <laughs> uh, did he help you at all? Or was it all you? Actually, um, I belong to a site, and um, uh, I saw lots of costumes of Iron Man and how they did it. So I researched how they did it, and I just started one day, and I, I just couldn't stop. Thank God for YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah, it's become a savior, huh? Yeah. I don't know what the cosplay community would be without the internet, to be honest. Oh, it's yeah. Like, as a forum, as a meeting place, as a, like, helping people help helping people out, figure out how to do things. Like, I know someone who had done this outfit before. Um, she lives in New Jersey. I actually met her through the Rocky Horror community, and that's how I figured out exactly, like, troubleshooting things. And I was like, I got caught up with something. I was like, how did you fix it when you this happened? And she was like, oh, this. It's interesting to hear more and more about the cosplay community. And we said this just in the interview we had before that we're hearing more and more about it and it's it's just a fascinating whole like subsection of the geek culture it's it's a really because while well, I mean I'm trained in certain other types of teams just saying there's certain other things you got to go into when you do co costumes like yeah. it's not the same thing as like making a brandy building a renaissance dress it's, am I am I cheating different. if I outsource um no I don't think so I, I mean I outsource sometimes too because sometimes I know that I'd, if I want it done right I'd rather have someone else do it I'm not gonna make my pride get in the way like while well, I know I can do a lot of things sometimes yeah. you know you know someone else can do it better and I mean if you want to look the best as your character then I plan on outsourcing fine. every single piece like Batman and if I'm if I'm cosplaying Batman can I outsource every piece and bring it in just like he did <laughs> it's character specific right yeah okay <laughs> um, thanks so much for joining us guys no I really appreciate it. it thank you all right so we got blade in the house that's right the day walker the day walker uh, Raymond's here with us, and uh, you have a fantastic blade outfit. You just came out of the cosplay contest, too. Yes, I How did. How did things pan out out there? Oh, well, there was stiff competition. There, there, there were a lot of costumes that were really outstanding. Um, you had Thor. Thor, by far, had an epic costume. And so I knew it was going to be between Thor and Iron Man. Yep. Because the Iron Man costume was, again, incredibly epic. And uh, you look like you would be a front runner. This costume is fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Um, I don't know how the judging went, so you know I mean they they gave it to who they thought uh, had the best uh, yeah. costumes. I was in there for the first, I'd say, half an hour or so when you went up, and they were all over you, looking up close at everything. I mean, I was like, as soon as you went up and they were like really looking in depth at your costume, I was like, this guy, this guy's gonna win. Yeah, well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, they, they, really they went up good. to a couple other people's, you know I mean, to, to check out some of the yeah. stuff. But, you know I mean, uh, a lot of my stuff was was handmade. I pretty much made the whole costume right. myself. Wow. Um, but, you know what I mean, I didn't use some of the other, maybe other materials, like the uh, fiberglass or mm -hmm. the other, uh, I'm not sure exactly which materials were used for, like, I know the foam was used for Iron Man, but I'm not, I wasn't quite sure what was used for Thor but it was yeah. it was incredible but the detail work on your outfit from everything from the sword to the, the bullets he has on his vest I yep mean, yep the, how long does something like this take to put together uh, for me is if it all depends if, if I can get a good weekend in you know what I mean I can get a good a good percentage of this stuff wow, done no but kidding. I would give at least at least a week wow really? that's least. a lot faster than I would have expected well you know what I mean I like projects I, li I like a challenge sure and I'm, I'm an artist so oh, okay. uh, so I, I look forward to stuff like that. Yeah. This can't be your first costume, then. Uh, no, this is actually my second uh, version of this costume. Oh, okay. I, I first started uh, the costume at work. 
Oh, they allowed right. us to dress up at work. So, I mean, I decided... Wait, you went like this to work? Yes, yes. I work for, like, Harvey <laughs> Building Products. They make windows and all that good stuff. No kidding. Yeah, and doors. <laughs> and like, I so, bought a window from Blade today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rarely work in the patio door line, but oh. <laughs> that's here or there. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, okay, they, well, we could dress up? All right. So, um, my girlfriend at the time, we, we, we were at the store in the Taunton Gallery Mall, and we found the sword. And after I got the sword, I was like, you know, it would be really cool if I could make the costume based off of the sword. Yeah. And so that's how it started in 2007. So you got the real sword back there? Not on this one. This one okay. is. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't think they allowed people to bring that stuff in. No, I no, can't. No, but you could go downstairs and buy one. That's true. <laughs> y- yes, that's true. And, but, but you probably have to take it to your car since you're That's true. That's true. Yes, but um, the, the sword that I made, they're all wooden replicas. Okay. Um, I have all the actual weapons at the house, but I was like, okay, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to get into the cars with this stuff because I went to Boston a few years ago and I tried to find out the weapons policy and they, nobody could really give me the, the heads up. So yep. when I got here, like five minutes in through the door, I already had security on me. Excuse me, sir, we need to check your weapons. <laughs> and so the sword left, the sword was gone, the glaive was gone, but they, uh, let, they let me keep the stakes. <laughs> really? No kidding. <laughs> That's not a weapon. Stakes. Yeah. Just yeah. in case there are any stray vampires, they want to make now, sure things are good. Did you see the, the what is that called? The, the glaive. The, the gla- do you see it actually opens, Rob? Watch no this. kidding. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it is a wooden replica. Okay. It is, um, most of my wooden replicas are based off of uh, wood with a metallic poster board layover. Wow. We're going to try to grab a picture of it. I don't know if how, you mean the reflection right. aspect. I don't know how clear you'll be able to get that shot. But yeah, so I decided I was going to make it's all awesome. the, everything that I had, I was going to make it in wood because I was like, I'm never going to have that happen to me again when I go to another con. Yeah, I so, like the attention to detail you got going on there. Well, yeah. it's most of it's it's a leather, but the chess piece is made out of a um, foam board. Okay, yeah, and I have a cardboard underneath it because uh, in New York Comic Con, I I got hugged by this really big guy with these giant oh, beads. No. And he gave me such a bear hug. Oh, brother, yeah. And then I, I, I was, was like, Was it Yo. Hulk Hogan? No, it wasn't Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so I go and look down, and I'm like, oh, I got these dents from the beads. Oh, yeah. that's thanks. Oh. So I had to take the whole chest piece, off, the, the upper layer off, and replace it with the cardboard so it wouldn't happen again. Um, the, be- the buckles are made out of uh, parachute buckles. Yeah. Again, like I said, the sword is, was made out of a yardstick with uh, a broom handle. No kidding. And some foam board wrapped with metallic poster board. That's crazy. And, and the, the gun is resin. The, um, the other gun I have is uh, Airsoft. Yep. And the stakes are pretty much mop sticks that I, I, use my <laughs> dr- I use my Dremel to shave them down, put a point on them, and then yeah. I just wrapped it with metallic poster board. So I like metallic poster board. Yeah. So Blade's yeah. literally going to clean this place up. I could if I wanted to. No <laughs> and he also supports breast cancer awareness. Yes, yes. I decided this year I was going to... I have some family members that are going through some some cancer issues. And so no, I sorry to hear about yeah, that. Thank you. So I wanted to uh, represent along with... Uh, Pink Pool, who will be around on... Pink uh, Pool. Yeah, Pink Pool. <laughs> my boy Deadpool, who will be Pink Pool tomorrow. <laughs> nice, nice. Do you have any other costumes you want to do? So you've done Blade. Is there some another another superhero that you uh, would want to take on? Tell you the truth, it's all about the Daywalker. Okay. It's all With me, it's all about the Daywalker because, like I said, I made this costume so yeah. I could function at work. Mm-hmm. The first year I tried Batman, and I made a Batman costume, and it was really... Hot, so yeah, I, yeah. So, big ups to all the Batman 
cosplayers out there because uh, I, I couldn't do it. So I decided to, I wanted something that I could function in and I could work in. Yep. And Blade is like my favorite movie. Yep. Blade yep. is my favorite movie, and I'm a martial artist as well. Well, yeah, you're, you're built, so. Yeah. And, and they said, yeah, they said I had the, the physique for it. Sure. So um, it was it was a no-brainer for me. I could do, you know, Green Lantern or, or a couple other yep. people, but I'm, I just really like Blade, and I'm a part of the Blade Brotherhood. You can find us on Facebook. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm just trying to keep the Blade franchise alive because it's, you know I mean, now well, with Wesley locked up. It needs up. to come back, yeah. Well, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before that comes back. Yeah. Yeah, well, Wesley I mean, locked up. I, it's, it, we got to keep the blade. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. We might have found a new one. We might yeah, have. I think we got a martial artist already. If he He's already in the costume. Star, you got the stunt double. Then. Yeah, I, I mean, could do a stunt double. Yeah, I mean, they had sticky fingers, and that's the thing. My blade is a kind of combination of the first movie, the yeah. second movie, because I don't have my trench coat on me. Right. I have somebody holding it for me. But I, the red lining on the inside of it, which wow. I actually put the lining in myself. Nice. I extended the trench coat about like 10 inches because it wasn't long enough. I actually bought the trench coat really? at Salvation Army store Yeah. for $25. <laughs> that's nice. awesome. You can't, you can't beat that. No. That's we love awesome. the uh, the commitment to the character. Yeah, I mean, you picked one thing and you said I'm going to do this one thing and do it well. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and I had, I had a, I had one before this, and and I was like, you know what, I I want to do better, and I wanted to paint it, but I didn't want to take the chance of ruining the vest. So yeah. I actually made another whole, this whole vest just so I could paint it, just in yeah. case. Jeez. I mean, it got jacked up. I still would have the other vest. Where where do you want to go from here? Is there are there things now that when you're looking at your costume, saying, oh, maybe I could have done this differently or done that differently, or any upgrades you want to make to it for next year? The upgrades are already in the works. Are they awesome? I, if I could have, I would have wore it today. I am already um, working on a new vest. I wanted to look like I straight up bought it. Yep. Like, or I was one of the other guys who who bought their blade vest. But I'm I'm taking the time. It's gonna have the same look. But it's going to have more of a professional polish to it. Awesome. Nice, awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Appreciate no, it. Pleasure thank you for having you. me. It was a pleasure being here. Looking for a way to show your geek pride? We've got a great selection of T-shirts over at the Geek Generation store to help you out. Represent the Geek Generation with a G Shield logo tee. Become Lord of the Geeks or rock the gamer shirt. All proceeds support the show and allow us to continue bringing you free content. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is John DeLancey, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. <laughs> so we're still at the con. Yeah. And we got some news to go over. Uh, we're going to try and get this done over the sounds of a band in the background that decided to start playing live. We can't catch a break today. No. Uh, but we did have some great interviews with cosplayers earlier in the show. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank all those people for stopping by and joining us. Total pleasure to talk to them all. Uh, so some news. Actually, sorry, before we do news, we do have a listener email to address. Mm -hmm. uh, this one comes in from Dan Herbolario. I hope I said that right. Uh, he says, hey, Geek Generation, just wanted to say that I like your podcast. 
I met one of your staff during New York Comic Con. Stupid me didn't ask what your name was. I was the guy who sat in front of you during the Arrow panel and asked the question about which DC superhero they would like to see on the show, and Steven said General Zod, played by Terrence Stamp. I've listened to your Avengers, Dark Knight, and Fall TV preview podcasts. Great to hear, and I look forward to your movie-themed podcasts. So uh, I remember Dan, and yes, Dan, I met you, and Mikey, oh. Mikey, our photographer, was with me. Yes, I remember as well. Uh, and they had a great question. We talked to those guys a little bit during the Arrow panel, obviously when we weren't recording it. But uh, yeah, really cool to meet cool people out there. Glad to hear we got some new listeners out of it. So keep listening, guys. We appreciate it. All right, now news. The news. I don't know how I didn't mention this last week because it's probably the biggest entertainment news story of the year. And there are a lot of divided opinions about it, some of which I don't understand. But anyway, uh, the Walt Disney Company announced that it has acquired Lucasfilm for $4.05 billion. That's a, that's, that's a, a, that's an alien with a B. That's an alien with a B. With Thank a B, you. not million. Now, imagine what you do with millions, right. four million. No, you have four billion. Billion. Okay. So that's significant. You could buy an, you could buy an island. Four islands, six islands. True. You know what? I would just buy Hawaii. You like, just buy Hawaii. I buy think Hawaii. Hawaii might cost a little more than four billion. I don't know. Just I don't cost. think the U.S. government has four billion. They'd be like, "Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank God, give us one billion." That's true. Uh, well, not stopping there. Disney went on to announce its plans to release Star Wars Episode Seven in 2015, followed up by a new movie every other year. Yeah, that's pretty huge news. I, I would assume, though, with that kind of news, they've been planning this. Well, like, this is something must have been in talks for a bit, and they'd be like, "Look, we want to buy it from you. We're gonna. This is what we want to do yeah. with it." And to be to be perfectly honest, the deal is not done. Yeah. This is all in the works. This is what's proposed, and it it's supposed to go through. They yeah. might hit a snag. Odds are they won't. But but even as far as pushing a new movie out within two years, yeah. I mean, we're we're two months away from 2013. So this is something you have to have had planned because if they just pump something out, it's going to suck. Well, uh, in reality, when George Lucas originally created the Star Wars trilogy, he kind of outlined he outlined more than that. The prequels didn't oh, okay. come out of nowhere. The yeah. prequels were outlined. That's why it's episode four, five, six. The first three weren't one, two, three. Right. So after after the four, five, six, he had outlined one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And some people have even said that he's gone up to 12. So all these had a general outline, and they're just kind of filling in and bulking it up. But uh, the fans are speculating that the new movies would be following the Thrawn trilogy storyline from the novels, but a source at Lucasfilm told E! Online that it will be an original story. Oh, cool. That's good, I guess. Uh, When Mark Hamill was asked about the new movies by Entertainment Weekly... He said that Lucas had told him and Carrie Fisher back in August that there were plans for episodes 7, 8, and 9, but he had no knowledge about the Disney deal until it went public. So Hamill and uh, Carrie Fisher have known about it since August, but they didn't know about Disney. Uh, They're not going to be in the next three anyway. Most likely not. Maybe an appearance here or there if it's set well into the future. Yeah. Yeah, most likely they won't be. I I don't know what. He wouldn't say what kind of involvement he had, if any, because he might not even know yet. Either that, they might all make like a Stan Lee-style cameo. And I can see that happening. Sure, sure. Um, George Lucas, this is also an amazing part that no one saw coming. George Lucas plans on donating the majority of the money from the deal to charity, proving that the ultimate goal 
was to make sure that the Star Wars brand ended up in a safe home. So a lot of that money, uh, and George Lucas is a big advocate of education charities. He's, he's donated to tons of them over the years, but he has his own charity for uh, organization for education. So I wouldn't be surprised if a large amount of this money went to that charity. They haven't specified where it's all going yet, but... Well, I would hope it goes to other ones, too, because then that's just a tax write-off for him. Like, if he took a charity in $4 million, is, but he donates money to charity that right, he owns, right. you know... Well, yeah. yeah. I'd see him go other places, too. If he goes to any charity, it's still a tax write-off. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure he'll branch out. He's got a lot of so. money to... He's got $4 billion. Right. That's... Uh, Again, with, that's an alien with, with a, a B. B. Okay, that's what I was checking. And before all these billions, he was loaded to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of outcry about this. Again, I don't understand why the geeks are in uproar. Because nobody likes change. That's yeah, why. I think so. They, they love the first three. They bitched about the second three. Yep. And now they're pissed off because it's changed hands. And I don't even think it's mad that there's going to be another Star Wars movie because everyone will say that they hated the prequels and everyone will say that they're going to hate future Star Wars movies because the prequels suck. They're all still going to go watch them. Yeah, they're so still going to pay thing. the money. But I have, I have no issues with this deal whatsoever. The thing that people are constantly forgetting about is that everyone was up in arms when Disney bought Marvel. The first movie that Marvel released under the Disney license was this little thing called The Avengers. I never heard of it. Did you? No. Did that What's go the straight Avengers? to DVD? The third highest grossing movie of all time. Oh, that was that B movie, right? That was a, yeah. <laughs> the B that ends with an alien? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I, I don't understand the fan outcry, but I totally support this merger. I think Lucas is very smart in securing Star Wars in a safe home now. And he's also not going to go against his uh, edict of, he said he would never make another Star Wars movie. He was done with them. And he's not. Disney is. So right. he, he found a it's loophole. It's not a surprise either, because Disney has Star Wars stuff in their amusement parks. Yeah. So... You know, and this just means more of a presence in Disney amusement parks. I am very excited for if we ever get a Kingdom Hearts 3, because we have Marvel Comics and Star Wars stuff to throw into there now, too, in addition to all the true. Disney. Yes! <laughs> It'd be awesome when Wolverine comes flying down and just psh, Mickey right in the head. Yeah, Schnick. right? Uh, to go some, That's how Mickey dies. To go from some very exciting news to some kind of bummer news, G4... And this is from a little while ago, but we haven't done a yeah we haven't, <laughs> we haven't done some news in a while. Uh, G Four has officially announced that both Attack of the Show and X Play will cease production at the end of 2012. Is this a surprise to either of you? No, because we knew the channel was changing anyway. the The whole future plan for G Four is to kind of write off the the geek angle and go more towards like a GQ men's channel. And I think that's the wrong move because look at where we are right now with the with the Rhode Island Comic Con. Right. All all these comic conventions are getting bigger and bigger. It's true. And now they're going to move away from that. It, I think it's a stupid move. Channel's going to get bought out by somebody else eventually. Yeah. I don't get it. That's like changing the Playboy magazine into Martha Stewart. Right. Your target audience is completely different. That's right. what's going to happen when uh, you Hefner dies, you know. Martha Stewart's going to buy it. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, and just for some a, a note of its past, uh, AOTS debuted on March 28, 2005, while X-Play debuted on April 28, 2003, back when the network was still called Tech TV. Yep. 
I used to watch it all the time. My sister would be, come downstairs and go, what are you watching? Oh, are you watching nerd TV again? <laughs> like, yes, I am. Between the two shows, too, about 3,000 episodes have been produced combined. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to be sad to see G4. I remember watching in uh, high school. I used to watch a lot. I mean, yep. I don't have cable now, so I don't even get the channel. But I do get like the video podcasts and stuff from them. And G4 kickstarted a lot of major careers. Kevin Pereira, Olivia Munn, who you love so much, Mike Volpe. Yes. Well, uh, I think she's great to look at. Yeah. Uh, our very beloved Chris Hardwick came out of that. So there's uh, Morgan Webb, like Adam Sessler. It, the list goes on and uh, he's, on. He'll, he'll be done after this. Who? Sessler? Sessler already left. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't know he left. He got he doing fired now? by X-Play uh, months and months ago. Oh. But he's he'll get grabbed up by everything because he's... He's a huge guy in the gaming industry. Yeah, He's I well respected. So. <laughs> I, just mean, I don't expect to see him on TV again. And I don't know if he'll be on TV. More but internet stuff. He'll be busy. Either way, everything's going to internet anyway. So, uh, but it is sad to see kind of the end of G4 coming at the end of 2012 because the two flagship shows getting canceled is really the final nail in the coffin. Uh, for fans of Fringe like myself. The fifth and final season of Fringe is airing right now, and Fox just announced it will conclude on Friday, January 18th, three days before my next birthday, uh, with a two-hour episode. What a cheap plug. Yeah. Do you have an Amazon wish list up yet? I do, actually. That pisses me off more than anything. Really? Why? Yeah, I don't know, because you're sitting there going, hey, world, I'm awesome. Buy me stuff. I feel like, no, you're not. You're not. Maybe you are. But, like, why other people? Like, you see um, actors and, like, not the top-level actors and actresses, yep. but, like, models and stuff will do it. They'll, be, they'll tweet out, I have a wish list. I didn't create... Because stupid guys will go buy shit for them. I didn't create the wish list because I want random people to buy me stuff. Yeah, I know Even though I plugged it. it on the show, my parents go, what do you want? Yeah. And this is the easiest way to do it. And it makes it easier because then we can be like, well, what does Rob already have? Right. All right, he already got that. Let's get him this. It's organizational, it man. Is. It, is. it is. But that's not the way most people do it. Anyway, <laughs> back to Fringe. Uh, so the final episode will be two hours long, January 18th. And the finale will also mark the 100th episode of the show. So it's going out on a bang after yeah, hitting 100. Yeah, it's funny. Going through all the shows, like TV shows on Netflix, I see that a lot of them only average somewhere between 80 to about 120 episodes. Yep. And then very few go past that. You don't see many in the 200s. No, no, it's true. They're always 80 to about 120. The average true, true. life. I don't know how many years that turns into. Well, I mean, we're fringe. It depends on how many uh, episodes are in a season for a show, if it's a one hour or a yeah. half hour. So there's a lot of factors that go into that. Fringe is a one hour drama, and uh, this would be the fifth season. Okay. But uh, the so fifth season is actually seasons. only 13 episodes long. It's a uh, half, half length season. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Fringe was initially going to be canceled after, like, season two. So, all the extra that we're getting is extra that we're being blessed with. <laughs> it's a great show. And, again, I'm holding off until... I'll hold... Now that I know when the end, end date is, like, at the beginning of January, I'll watch everything. And then, in this season, and then I'll watch the finale when it comes on probably live. Uh, 2015 is going to be a big year. Because not only are we looking to get the Avengers 2, but Warner Brothers appears to be targeting the Justice League movie for the summer of 2015, which would put it in direct competition. I don't think that's a good move for them. I don't think so either. They're going to get crushed. Well, they're not going to get crushed because they're going to do very well, but it's going to be compared to right. Avengers 2 now. Right. But what a summer. 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, hopefully, hopefully you don't walk out of that going, "Wow, they killed Batman. They killed Superman. That was terrible." <laughs> you know, I don't think they'll kill Batman and Superman. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just wreck them on screen. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like I nipple, thought you meant like, like actually the kill suit. them. We like don't nipple. need nipples again. <laughs> I think, I think, and I'm hoping that DC and Warner Brothers learn something from the Christopher Nolan trilogy. And I'm, I'll know if they learn something or not by what happens with Man of Steel. True. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. When does that come out? This summer. This yeah, next summer. Yeah. Kind of excited, not too excited. I don't know. Yeah, I have mixed thoughts on it, yeah. Mixed thoughts. Uh, something else in 2015. A new Peanuts animated movie. Really? Will be released in theaters in 2015, bringing back Charlie Brown, Snoopy, and the gang. 2015 marks the 65th anniversary of the Peanuts comic strip debut and the 50th anniversary of a Charlie Brown Christmas. Blue Sky Studios will handle animation duties. And Blue Sky is the studio responsible for Ice Age, Rio. Yep. So this is probably going to be computer animated. Uh, so not how the far? classic. How far are they taking the computer animation? Are they going to make this three-dimensional? I think this will be... I don't know if they'll do... They'll probably do it in 3D, but it'll probably be similar animation to like Ice Age and Rio and yeah. Pixar movies and things like that. That's my thought. The kind of classic animation is just going away. Yeah, but... That's I, sad. It is. I just can't imagine Peanuts in 3D. No, I know, right? I mean, it was nice to see the classic animated Winnie the Pooh. Do, 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 just to do, see do, that again, do, you know? Do, do. Yep. Do, and do, again, do. I think if they made poo three-dimensional, again, it would just be weird. I know. I hate it when they make poo three-dimensional. Yep. Poo I don't want three-dimensional poo on the screen. Uh, we go right to poop stuff. <laughs> Butts are funny. Uh, Mike Volpe, you've been waiting for Grand Theft Auto V. I have. Eagerly. The spring of 2013 is yes. when we'll see it. We don't have an exact release date yet, but spring of 2013. They like to do weird number stuff. How so? Wasn't it? Weren't they like sequential numbers? They was released on the first, the last couple. They always released them where like the numbers are almost sequential. Where it was like two, three, something. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe this would be tough, but I don't know. If it's yeah. spring, it could be. Who knows what they're gonna do? That about. band in the background is getting really loud. I hope people can hear us. I'm, I, I, I hope this one's better than four. Yeah. I didn't even play for honestly. Do you own it? No. Oh, <laughs> I well, know. You have a lot there of are two questions it. there. I know, right? Do you own it and have you played it? Are two separate things entirely. What's the theme on this one? Uh, like, they're going back to San Andreas. Yes. Yep. Nobody's okay. been able to figure out the theme. It, the, nobody knows whether you're going to be one character or whether it's going to be multiple storylines within the game that you, as you go through, you switch to a different character. Because there's little hints of that, too. They did that idea. with... Uh, what was they re- released on? L.A. Noir. Yep. Um, what else have they recently released? That was similar, like... To Grand Theft Auto? Not similar, but other games they've released where they did that. You switch characters throughout the game. Oh, there's lots of games Did they do, do that, that in Red Dead Redemption? I don't know. I didn't play that one. I don't know. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe they did. I thought you played that through as a... Uh, well, they made more than one game on that one because didn't they? It start off as like a regular shooter, and then it turned into like a western zombie. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they released an add-on. Yeah, that's what that was. So the original game wasn't like the whole undead and uh, it was Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West. Okay. It really was that type of game. Yeah. Uh, they I just hope skills. they should add skills. They should add skills. They should, especially because Some... everybody likes to play the game differently. Like me, I yeah. buy it. 
I play like one mission and then I drive the city. Yeah. <laughs> so let me upgrade my driving abilities. So but, you play just long enough to unlock the city and then you go. Yeah. Actually, the last time I didn't even unlock the entire city. I unlocked like half it. I'm like, that's good enough. Yeah. I strongly support adding that if it, if increasing my driving ability actually gives me good car physics finally. Exactly. Because I don't want to drive a cloud around anymore. But there's never going to be good cloud physics. It's Grand Theft Auto. I could cloud car you physics. Say clown oh, yeah, physics. I yeah, I did. I'm getting distracted I want, by people. Can we upgrade the clown physics in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. We have bingo riding around and <laughs> they just put sweet tooth in there. Yeah. Oh. oh. That's quite the quite the combo having like Twisted Metal Grand Theft Auto. I still haven't played the new Twisted Metal, but I want to. I yeah. used to love Twisted Metal. I too. think the entire game, like the full game, can be purchased and downloaded through PSN for like forty dollars, if che- that. I'm cheap. If that. Cheap. <laughs> Drop it to twenty, and we'll negotiate from there. Yes, nineteen ninety nine. We'll look into it and see yeah. exactly what the price is there. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson returns as Nick Fury. Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow and Kobe Smulders as Maria Hill in the sequel to Captain America, which is Yay. called Captain America the Winter Soldier. I will see it just for her. For I'm excited Scarlett about Johansson? Yeah, yeah. In the tight outfit again. All three of them will be in uh, the sequel, which is cool because it is modern day now. And that shouldn't be a spoiler at this point. I mean, Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> Get on board. Uh, but there is also... Another long-rumored actor and character returning for the sequel. Fanboys should already know who it is from the title of the sequel, but I'm not going to spoil it for those who don't. Mr. Freeze. Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) Victor Von Freeze, which is a mashup between (laughs) Mr. Freeze and Dr. Doom. That's right. Victor Von Freeze. That'd be awesome. I want to see that cosplay. Speaking of cool cosplay and mashups and stuff. There is a Deadpool Batman walking around here. Yeah, it was it was looking pretty good. It was okay, except for the cowl. The cowl was disappointing. Everything else looked good about it. Uh, speaking again of 2015 and the excitement that's going to... Hey, why are there lightsabers yeah, flying I around? Hope, I hope people me? hear that. What are you talking about? Why aren't there? You know, there should be I lightsabers know. flying around can, all the time. It's hilarious just to have lightsabers in the background. Some kid just doing like his kata. <laughs> It's a what, $200 lightsaber? I know, right? It'll break. His parents will just buy him a new one. So speaking of the exciting movies that we're going to get in 2015, we got the sequel of The Avengers. We got Justice League, tentatively. And now Disney and Marvel Studios have officially announced that Edgar Wright's Ant-Man will be released on November 6th, 2015. Unfamiliar with Ant-Man? Yes. I thought you might be. Okay, here's a little background. By the silence? (laughs) Here's a little background. Ant-Man is one of the Avengers. He's not one that they had in that team that they showed, but he is a founding member of the Avengers. Ant-Man goes by two names. He goes by Ant-Man, and at times he goes by Giant-Man, because Ant-Man's ability is to change his size. Uh, So this guy named Henry Pym, he can shrink down to the size of an ant, but he has the proportional strength, so he still has his normal strength. Or he can go up and be Giant-Man, which is huge character, and then he gets like boom, boom, boom. So uh, Ant, oh, I don't boom, know Ant Man Smash. I don't know if they're going to get into the larger Giant Man side of Henry Pym, but this means a lot of different things. Well, for one, they did screen test footage of uh, Ant Man. Edgar Wright showed up at San Diego Comic Con this past summer and showed test footage of Ant Man, and people like flipped out and like, when is it getting a release date? Is it going to happen? We didn't know. This is the first official announcement of it. 
And I'm also thinking if Avengers 2 is happening in summer of 2015 and Ant-Man's happening in November 2015, Ant-Man has a very good chance of showing up. If not being a major part, but at least Ant-Man showing up in the Avengers. The push. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking he, he might, might get the push onto the grandest stage of the wall. He might. Ant-Man's going to be at WrestleMania? Yeah. <laughs> Against? Uh, Randy Orton. Oh. You just have a thing with Orton, don't I don't you? like him. Yeah. I, I did like him. So you want Randy Orton to basically fight Fred the Invisible Man? Because it, that's what it'll look like if Ant-Man's only beating if him he up. Puts, it'll be time. Only if he puts uh, Fred the Invisible Man over. Oh. Well, yeah, you have to. That's the way it works. People don't know what we're talking about. No, they don't. Uh, when Mike and I were training and doing our pro wrestling training, we were forced to do a match against Fred the Invisible Man. He's invisible. He's invisible. And basically what that means for people who haven't figured it out yet is we wrestled nobody. We had to go through an entire match throwing our own bodies around as if somebody was wrestling us. We would do offensive moves to Fred, but you had to put Fred over. It was really embarrassing, to be honest with you. It was really embarrassing. It was kind of stupid. It's not like we did in front of a crowd, either. We This was at practice in front right. of all the other guys. But It would be it funny in front of a crowd. Who won I think that match? It has to be Fred every time. Fred always wins. I don't think they mandate that Fred has to win, but everybody puts him over. Uh, I'm pretty sure Fred had to win. He did? Oh, yeah. okay. I think it's, it was to teach you, like... It's hard hitting yourself with a finisher. Humility? <laughs> Maybe. But Fred's an asshole. Fred's undefeated. That's true. Forget Goldberg's streak. Yeah, right? Uh, screenwriter Robert Mark Kamen says that talks have already begun for a third Taken movie. Saying, quote, we've taken everyone we can, he says. It's going to go in another direction. So yep. much, uh, much like The Hangover 3 is not doing that same rehashed thing of uh, they all forget what happens the night before. Like I think The Hangover 3 is supposed to be a plot line where they're all going to rescue Zach Galifianakis' yeah. character from a mental hospital. Not like I'll be seeing it anyway because 2 was that bad. But uh, Taken 3 is going to be the name because it's in the franchise, but it'll have some sort of a different plot line. Which He's going to be smart. taken and then the movie just ends. <laughs> Five He's going to be like, yeah, I will find you. I will oh, 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 oh. tie him up in a bag, <laughs> hog tie him, throw him in a van, door shuts, credits roll. Worst movie ever. Yes, but people will still pay to see it. That's true. Because they like him for some reason. What do you mean for some reason? He's not. He's the same guy. Qui-Gon Jinn, Ra's al Ghul. I don't like him. Or Raz al Ghul, as the movie says. It's my one big issue with the Nolan movies still, is that they call him Raz al Ghul instead of Ra's al Ghul. I know from the animated series, it's Ra's al Ghul. You guys are staring at me like, why do you even care about this stuff? (laughs) Tomato, tomato. That's true, I guess. But I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Some show pickups for you. Or actually, before show pickups, anyone else watch Bob's Burgers? I've watched a few episodes. It's really funny. I've watched all of it. Have you watched any, Mikey? No, I haven't watched any of it. Oh, really good show. And this season is still awesome. Uh, Bob's Burgers has gotten picked up for a fourth season for Fox. And it will get 22 more episodes in that season. Third season's still going on. So they cancel Family Guy yet? I'm waiting for him to. Honestly, I'm I'm off the Family Guy train. I've stopped watching it. Well, I haven't watched it because I don't have cable anymore. Yeah. I don't look for it online either. It's not worth it. I still watch. I think I kind of stopped watching Cleveland Show. I watched like the first one or two seasons. I watched watch the first one or two episodes. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm still watching American Dad, though. It's better than yeah, Family he, Guy that's is. where he's putting his effort into. Maybe. Well, he's getting spread so thin. That's the problem. Yeah. And I think that's the problem people have with what he's doing. 
Uh, like he's got three of those shows. He's working on the reboot of the Flintstones, and he's which is going to be an animated series again on TV, probably with a little more adult-oriented humor, like Family Guy <laughs> yeah, and stuff. I know. Fred's gonna be like, oh, giggity. <laughs> and then he made Ted recently yeah. this summer. So, and he's gonna be hosting the Oscars. Did you hear about that? No. Seth MacFarlane's gonna host the Oscars this year, which I think is actually a smart move because he's entertaining as hell. It depends on what how much freedom they give him. Yeah. They may squash him a That's bit. That's true. But he is a guy who can do like the musical yeah. side as well. So performance, I remember seeing um, he did a special with Alex, I think it's Borstein, uh, that voices yeah, uh, Lois. The, the Lois Griffin. Yep. And they did like She's a from, live. Uh, what, Mad TV? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did like a live musical spectacular yeah. thing. And it was actually pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. So if it's anything like that, the Oscars she is was in. Be, uh, she was in Ted as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the Oscars can end up being a lot less stuffy than they yeah. have been in past years. Not like I'll really be watching anyway because I hate the Oscars. <laughs> There's only one thing we should really focus on. That's the Geekies. The Geekies are very... Oh, my God. The Geekies. Are we going to do the Geekies again this year? I don't know. Possibly. I think we maybe should. I might do some tampering with the categories. I think we need to yeah. uh, get a little more creative. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were doing a lot of Oscar-ish type stuff. Here's the category. Okay. Best side boob scene in a movie specifically side boob yeah just side why boob. not right. full boob well we can do full boob as a second one what are we mr skin now we are <laughs> doing the skin anatomy awards that's, that's what he calls them oh wait no the, the anatomy awards is what uh, he calls them that's right instead of the academy awards well we can do we can do like best female nude scene yeah yeah i think it's important Maybe we should start getting some uh, feedback from the listeners now. Yeah. Like, what kind of categories do you guys... For for new listeners who aren't even familiar with the Geekies, we did the Geekies for the first time last year, and it's kind of a best of the year type thing that we like doing. Big show. We made a big production out of it. We dressed up and everything, except for Anna, who wore a zombie-killing T-shirt. But I guess that's dressing up for her. Um, (laughs) And uh, it it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun. The users... Or the users... Uh, like we're video game characters yeah. and they're controlling us. Uh, the the people, the listeners, the audience, the fans all sent in their nominations and their votes. So it was completely fan based. It was very interesting and it was fun to do. So if you guys have categories you'd like to suggest for the geekies, I'd love to hear them. Send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com uh, or send them on Twitter at Geek Generation. Lastly, in the news couple show pickups from the new fall premieres. Of course, Arrow's up for a full season. Uh, it was It's the highest rated debut show on CW ever. Their pilot got a higher viewing than any other pilot they've ever shown. Wow. So that's a no-brainer for picking it up, and it's getting better. I don't know. Mikey, are you watching? Uh, no, I'm saving it up. Oh, you're going to watch it, Yeah, chunk? usually I have trouble keeping up on a show on a weekly basis, so okay. I kind of save it into chunks and watch it all at once. A show like that where it's not something that people are going to spoil for you that's yeah. yeah that's probably okay i worry superhero about superhero like, saves world okay. yeah got it i'd love to do that with dexter but not only is that the only show probably that i'm like i can't wait for next week but people would spoil it for me no doubt so i have to actually keep up with that one he's like dexter no i'm not watching no, i'm, I'm gonna get watching. you back on the dexter train you're gonna have to duct tape me to a seat to get me to watch that some more or I'll wrap you in plastic around a table. <laughs> Threaten to kill and me. And I'll put, I'll put yeah. the TV right above your head, and you'll watch Dexter Dexter style. <laughs> All right. Sweet. That's meta Dexter. Uh, so Arrow got a full season pickup. Revolution got a full season pickup, which I'm watching and also really liking. Very lost feeling. A lot of people from Lost showing up, but it's a J.J. Abrams show, so that makes sense. Uh, Vegas, I'm not watching, but I got a full season pickup. Are you familiar? No. 
No. Vegas is uh, Michael Chiklis and Dennis Quaid. Okay. And it's basically about the origins of Las Vegas. Like, so it takes place. It's kind of a period series. Yeah. And uh, lastly, Elementary, CBS's Sherlock Holmes series. Got a full season pickup. Cool. I haven't watched that yet either. But I haven't either, but I kind of want to start on that one. I kind of want to, although the people that are watchers of the BBC's Sherlock are like just shitting all over the series because it, they're saying like it's a horrible take and it's just another version like I think I haven't watched the BBC Sherlock yet but I've heard it's really good and I think that takes place in classical Sherlock Holmes time frame but the um, the modern day the, the elementary on CBS I think is modern day Sherlock and of course female Watson so they're just twisting the formula around so it's different yeah I, they might be piggybacking off of the success of Sherlock, and that's fine. I don't care. I haven't watched it yet either, though, so I'll let you know if it sucks. <laughs> I actually have a couple of them ready to watch. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Shock, shock. Uh, so that'll pretty much do it for today, and cool. uh, that'll kind of wrap it up from New York. All right. New York. Oh. Did I say New York? I no, didn't mean New York. No, no, no. Rhode this Island, is very different Comic- than New York. From new, uh, <laughs> from new Rhode Island, yes. York. <laughs> from Rhode Island Comic Con. We're going to wrap it up from here. Uh, final thoughts or something you want to plug, Mikey? Actually, this show turned out a lot better than it did this morning. Yeah. They had a great turnaround, and the uh, the audience is great. Uh, they expected about 5,000, and they estimate right now there's about 15,000. So yeah, it's pretty first big. year, it was a great turnaround. This has to be a successful show. It has to be. And I can't wait to come back next year. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mike Volpe. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. At uh, SBV Subs. Throwing out the Twitter handle. That's right. Speaking of which. Yep. Mikey. I did. Well, you're yeah, on it. Mikey's on Twitter. Twitter. I yeah. thought I was the last guy. Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> so you can follow me at Mikey the Goonie. Mikey the oh, Goonie. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm surprised that was available. All one word or is there underscores? It's in there? all in one word. Mine has an underscore, so. Yeah. SBV Subs. Yeah. Mikey the Goonie. If you really want to follow me instead of just the Geek Generation, I'm at the Night Angel. And that's like the medieval knight, Ken A. Yeah. K N I G. He can't spell. T. Words. He knows technology. Words are tough. There's still a lot of distractions, okay? Yeah. There, uh, yeah. <laughs> on that note. On that note. We got to go uh, introduce Rob to some cosplay girls. This is very true. <laughs> uh, please rate the show and write a review on iTunes. Head over to thegeekgeneration.com to see everything that we do there. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter. Or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So signing off from Rhode Island Comic-Con. R-I-C-C 2012. Which is also Rhode Island Convention Center. Yes. Which is where we are. Interesting. Uh, We'll be back with you guys next week. See you. Later. Make it so.